Welcome to the Sales and Presentation Podcast. This is the podcast for businesses and individuals who want to transform their sales activity, deliver awesome presentations, and win more sales pitches. And now, here is your host, Trevor Lee. Hello, everybody. This is Trevor Lee. This is episode 97 of the Sales and Presentation Podcast. We're closing in on the big 100. Not quite sure what we're going to do for the 100th episode yet, but got a few ideas. Now, I'm a sports person as well as a business person. I love my running. I love my cricket. I used to love my football, you know, back in the day and all that sort of stuff. And I'm fascinated by, you know, all the people, all the things that people write about, the you know, the things you can learn from business and put them into sport and vice versa. And one person I've come across who's really passionate about this is Andrew Jones. Now, Andrew runs a really successful business, but he's also a very successful cricket coach. And today on the show, he's going to share with you his thoughts and ideas about what he's learned from cricket that he's brought into business and what he's learned from business that he's brought into cricket. So you're really going to enjoy this. It's great fun. Andrew's a great guy. And uh, yeah, so enjoy the show. And uh, well, who knows? It might encourage you to play cricket even Well, that's how he's finished talking to. If you need some cricket coaching, he's the guy. Right. Let's get on with the show. Right, so here I am. I'm with Andrew Jones. Andrew leads a very successful business. Um, he's also a level three cricket coach. Andrew and I have known each other for a number of years, and Andrew is a very passionate person, both about business and cricket. So, Andrew, welcome to the show. And you know, we're here today to understand from you what you've learned about cricket that's helped your business, and what you've learned about business that's kind of helped your cricket. I'm really looking forward to this uh, this interview today. Wow, wow. Yeah, it's a deep, deep subject for me. Um, and we've only got 15 minutes, which might not be enough. But I think, to, basically, I think to give you a little bit of background, um, I always view myself as a tradesman, first and foremost. I'm a joiner by trade. And, and business has been something for me that I've had to take on and adapt and, and move with the times and the market um, and the relationships that I've built with with members of staff as I've taken them on. And it's been, um, it's been a challenge. It's been a constant challenge right the way through. But there was a period about seven years ago when I upped my coaching qualification from level two to level three, which was, which was quite a, uh, an achievement for somebody you know, 50 years old or, or getting towards 50 years old, um, working within a performance pathway. Um, I had to interview, which is something that I hadn't done very much in my life. So it was a new challenge for me. And then I was um, completely out of my comfort zone in an environment with a lot of very professional sports guys, people who had achieved test level, county level, and I found it absolutely fascinating. The qualification that we went on to achieve, I was determined to, to do it successfully, to throw my heart and soul into it. And in actual fact, on that course, I, I qualified first, which I was particularly pleased about. But it threw open a load of, of, of different concepts to me that I started to apply to, to, to my business. Um, and there was notably a difference or, or notably a change in, um, in how things started to develop and look. The company has grown more in the last six or seven years than it had done previously to that. And a, and a great deal of that is down to a lot of the clear messages that came out of that out of that level three coaching qualification. And subsequently, the books that I took on and read after that, I hadn't read more than one book 
up to up to that point, and since then I've I'm reading about twenty a year now. Wow, which is <laughs> <laughs> that's some change. Yeah, reading or listening to twenty a year, and it's it is some change, and it, it and it's um it, they've almost become part of my life that uh, I can't wait to start the next one and Gosh, it's, it's incredible that, really, that, yeah. that really is an amazing so so am I right in thinking what you're really saying is that had you not done the level three cricket coaching course and, and learned what you did and maybe your business wouldn't be where it is today almost I think I think definitely what it did what it did was is that allowed me to relate to to perhaps some of the skills that I think people sometimes have natural ability to be able to develop certain parts of their character and personality that work within their business, but it allowed me to really identify those. I was able to identify what my strengths were within my coaching world, and I then applied them to, to, to business. So they use words in sport like creating a culture, making sure that you, that you uh, have the right environment, that you stick to core values, that you have a philosophy, a strong philosophy. And then there's a process, and you stick to the process. And, and really and truthfully, the winning and the losing, which so many people get wrapped up in sport, and I believe in business, becomes consequential. The process itself takes over. So like building a house, if you're going to build a house, you've got to build it in very firm footings. And I had that. I, had some, I was very, very fortunate to have some, some really good staff that had already been working with me for, for, for almost a decade. It was able, able to look at those in, in a totally different light, um, to be encouraged to look at people's strengths as opposed to people's weaknesses, as you would do with a, with a player. The first thing you'd look at if you were coaching a, a, a performance cricketer is what their strengths are as opposed to their weaknesses, whereas it's all too often too easy to, to look at people's weaknesses and, um, and kind of summarise them from there. So picking out th their strengths, identifying the type of person that I was comfortable working with and developing, so I've employed um, a lot of youngsters, a lot of people that have come into this business from other industries, um, and all, with, all with very, very similar skill sets in that they're very motivated, they're, they've got a strong work ethic, and, and they've got high levels of common sense. And those kind of things all, all fall into what you'd need to be as a, as a top-level sportsman. So they became very relatable. So as I started to look at the, the culture the culture that we'd already created and I'd read a book um, by Matthew Syed called Black Box Thinking which is um, which was enlightening really it was a book about blame culture and it, and it was uh, it was about real real businesses across the world and why they some of them had succeeded and why some of them failed and I took on board an awful lot from that book and sat down and really started to to almost structure the company then in a way that I'd never thought of before which was which was looking at it from a cricket coach's perspective, building a team and putting a team together and identifying areas on the pitch where we needed to be stronger, what those strengths required, but also taking, continuing to take risks because I think that's something that um, we, we would encourage any sportsman to do, to take risks. And I continue to take risks and take punts with, with certain people and just try to empower them to, to, to be themselves um, and to, to, to kind of enjoy enjoy the working environment express themselves and it definitely had an impact had an impact on the company it hasn't been 100 percent smooth all the way through i have to identify a period when i when i definitely let my guard down and the business suffered because of it but as we're able to put this team together we we uh, were all able to sit down honestly and honestly honestly being 
one of the biggest values that you, you'd need to bring to a business. We're honestly op- able to discuss things, talk about things, and identify where we needed where we needed to go with the company. And and we created a, a boardroom where we've we've put our values on the wall. We've we've put our culture quite clearly. We have a, a philosophy. We've picked a few quotes. It's a it's a great environment now to sit in um, when you want to discuss things um, positively. Positivity is you can't you can't value that highly enough, especially if you're coaching young sports people. You want them to be completely positive. Everything that they say and everything they do, their body language is positive. And that's always a challenge to bring to a company because you will get people who will become company people. That, that see your vision and want to go on that journey with you. And you get people who naturally want to come to work to earn money and, and, um, and understanding that people's life outside of work is as important, if not more important to them than inside work. The challenge then is how do we get them to, to focus all the time that they're here with us so that they're producing their very best. And it's no, no, no different really to a, to a, sports, to a sports team. And have you noticed clearly what you're describing there are the things that you brought to your business based on your cricket coaching experience at that time? Have you noticed it going the other way as well now? So there are things you've picked up in the business that you've now taken back to your cricket environment. Yes, very much. Yeah, uh, it's they really are. I've they've, they've gelled and they really are a complete crossover. I'll find myself now. I coach across all age groups in the performance pathway and when I'm coaching 17s I coach the 17s girls I work with the performance 11 under the county side and some of the county people I'm always looking at people with a view to thinking what would they how would they benefit my company um just to <laughs> just to see what just to see what skills they they have um and I and I really appreciate how difficult it is for youngsters today I mean so many of them it's a totally different setup to the day that I left school I mean I'm 56 and left school at 16 and it's a totally different setup now. They don't, they, they, you know, they don't have those huge obstacles to overcome instantly. They've grown into it, and so therefore their skills develop a little later. And it, but they all have them, and it's just a case of sitting down, identifying who has the personality, the robustness, who's able to to operate under under certain kinds of, of pressure, and all of these things are, are qualities we ask for when we're developing their sporting skills. And you know, one of my philosophy is through cricket is um, producing champions in life through cricket so when I look at them and now and I'm coaching kids I'm really more about coaching them for life um, and then the cricket really comes along on the journey so if we can create really good quality people who, who appreciate their teammates and appreciate each other then ultimately there, there's every chance we're going to produce quality cricketers that can go on and and, and represent first-class county and even our country. We have you know, players that have come from Cornwall that are now in first-class, on the first-class system, and it'd be lovely to think we can produce. And they're all good people, and you have to be a good person to succeed in life, I'm convinced. So um, it, is, it does cross over. It's really yeah. uncanny. So do you think, Andrew, that therefore, well, when you're looking for people to join your business organisation, do you, do you consider, you know, whether they've been involved in team sports and things like that because they may bring things from the team sport environment to your business team environment? Do you think that's uh, that could be an important part of things as well? Yeah, definitely. I, I, there's a lot of people that work for me who, who are sports people um, and, and play sports. But there are also a lot of people who, who work for me who have come from pub backgrounds and, and um, 
people who, who work in restaurants and the that that high level of service because that trans those skills transfer themselves exactly the same way as as being a very good sports sports person does and so i quickly identify things that they've done in the past or or ways that they they may not consider they've been successful because they just say well i've worked in a, in a busy pub or a busy restaurant or yeah i play football but not at the greatest level but that's irrelevant the the, the fact is that something's drawn them to that and there's a quality in there that's definitely going to be of use to us here in the company so providing we are able to create the right the right environment um, the right culture and then they buy into the process that we're putting together then we should have a very successful member of staff and and that's the key to to any good business it's having the staff and as i say i'm i'm extremely lucky to have some some very very good staff and and it's and it's testament to them really that we're as successful as we are but I also think the cricket coaching has allowed me to give them the freedom, the responsibility. Um, they hold each other accountable, which again is a is a massive strength. And that environment itself is, yeah, it does give you a buzz to see to see how they how they're creating it. Yeah. And and how's cricket going then? Because you know um, England won the World Cup this year. I mean, you're probably working with the elite side of it, I imagine, as much as anything. But, w- you know, what's your view about cricket going forward in England? Well, England, you know, in, in I think the United cr- Kingdom. Yeah. I think cricket, the cricket, like any sport, is, has massive challenges at the moment. I think there's far more, there's far more things for youngsters to do um, than ever there was before. So that, that every, every sport has its challenges. But cricket's working very, very hard to, to make sure that it's getting its market share. And, and as I say, by creating the right environments, as we're trying to do at county level, by creating the right environment, so once a youngster comes into that environment, they really enjoy it and they go away and they've had a great experience. That's hopefully is enough to then capture capture their interest and and they go on to enjoy playing cricket you know, from there. But I think every, like everything, it's got its challenges. It's got some huge challenges ahead at the moment. But the ECB and and certainly the the board at Cornwall Cricket and everybody's working extremely hard at the moment to make sure that they. Uh, maximize cricket's potential across every area that it can yeah and from a personal point of view you talked about you know all the books you've read and the and the learning that you've done so uh have you finished learning now or are you still learning no actually i'm I'm probably i feel as i feel more vulnerable now than i have done in in all the time i've been running the business and 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 if i probably feel more um responsibility towards it now uh, than i ever i did before and to my family and I'm I'm really at the moment in in quite a um, in, in in quite the middle of a of another massive learning journey for me and how in, how to cope with that and to take it to the next level um, is is a is a massive challenge for me and I'm heavily relying on people in the company around me and there are the, the business at the moment is in a bit more of a transition it's growing again it's looking into other sectors it's really exciting but it's it's I have to teach myself every day something new in order to keep up with it or in, in order to try and keep it on an even keel because if you if you don't um in business it can turn and turn around and, and hurt you very very quickly so um so it's it is a constant it is a constant challenge and constantly yeah reading different books reading all sorts of different books to try and get different perspectives on on people's opinions right from people like tyson fury in boxing um right the way through to Ant middleton who, who does the sas stuff um you know, these these are people uh, that have had different experiences in life, and and whilst they're in in, in completely different areas, to me there is there's always something you can learn from these people, and I and I constantly try to to adapt and learn. But it is at the moment, yeah, I'm, I'm in a 
yeah, probably in a in a in, in a situation at the minute where I I need to up my game, and um, and that's that's probably exactly where you should be. I mean, that's hugely refreshing to hear because you know, kind of, we're we're of a similar similar age, and you know, we've we've been around the you know the block a couple of times, I guess, and uh, and I meet you know people of our kind of business generation, if you like, and I often think they feel as though well, they've been doing this for thirty odd years. There's nothing they can learn. They know it all, and 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 they're the ones that I think are in danger of being left behind slightly. And, uh, and I think you're right. I think the challenge we face in the business world is that it's, it's evolving and moving faster than ever before. And it's, it means we've got to be on our toes to stay ahead of our competition and, and keep up with our customers and all those sort of things. Yeah, it's a constant challenge. I think for me, there's a constant fear. The responsibility to, we have 40 staff here, the responsibility to, to all 40 staff. There's a, there's a constant fear. When you, we've, you know, the, the country's had its challenges over the last three or four years and with with everybody predicting which way this was going to go, which way that was going to go. As a small business owner, you have to be, you have to take all of that into consideration. You ha- you have to look, you know, whenever you employ somebody, you really want to be employing that person for a long period of time. You don't want to be taking somebody on and then thinking, well, that's okay if, if if that doesn't work out or if this doesn't work out, we can move them on because it does take you a long time to find somebody with the qualities that you're after. So that responsibility is huge, and you have to. I firmly believe you have to constantly be be looking at yourself and looking inwards and and you have to do that self-reflection as a coach is the most important thing to come out of a session that you've done with a with with 18 um, talented young players the the responsibility again is huge and you have to self-reflect if you're not self-reflecting you're not happy to take feedback from the other coaches from the players then you're not you're not moving forward and so for me it's constantly trying to get feedback here constantly challenging myself reading stuff on the internet that I would never probably have read before but constantly trying to update myself to keep ahead of the game and probably now I think my my biggest I would say my biggest criticism at the moment I've probably gone a little bit too far with all of that and I probably just need to be the Andrew again that that would strap the pads on and go out and bat and give it a whack and <laughs> or stand behind the stumps and catch a few balls and just I think you can I think I've probably allowed myself at the moment to just take it all a little bit more seriously because if there's one way of summing it up I think business is a game I honestly think it's a game right I just think you have to play it the same way you'd have to play any game and if you want to be a professional footballer Premier League footballer that game is a slightly different entity than it does if you're entering the park on a Saturday afternoon in, in a village side. So there are certain things that you have to bring to the table if you want to, want to step up and stand at those levels. And those are things that I've constantly got to keep challenging myself to see whether I'm, um, whether I'm, whether I see whether I'm keeping up with it. And self-doubt is, is, is something that I've never experienced before until the last couple of years probably, which is testament to where we are. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. Andrew, that's been absolutely terrific. I mean, a great insight into the into the link between cricket and business. Really, really, really enjoyed that. So, I'm sure our listeners will get a tremendous amount from that. And um, yeah, so the best of luck with both your cricket. So, are you going to strap those pads on this year that you no, just I'm mentioned? Planning. I'm not planning to. No, I'm, <laughs> I'm planning to just continue to to coach and watch the youngsters and and kind of go from there. But uh, no, I appreciate it. Thank you very much for letting me letting me have a chat with you. I. I hope it's been of some use. I, I, as I say, it's, it's just p- purely my personal experience and my personal views. Um, but if it's been of any use to anybody, then wonderful. Absolutely. I'm sure it has. Andrew, thank you very much indeed. Pleasure. Great stuff. Thank you.
Well, that was a great episode. I really think you'll have enjoyed that. You know, Andrew's a great guy. He's very passionate about his cricket. He's very passionate about his business. So uh, I think he deserves this. There we go. Thanks very much, Andrew. Um, now, if you'd like to come on the show and be a guest and share your sort of thoughts and ideas about something to do with, you know, ideally to do with sales or business and presentation skills, and you can link it to something else that you're doing as well, like Andrew did with his cricket, then uh, drop me a line, trevor at trevorleemedia.co.uk. And if you'd like help with uh, doing uh, with anything to do with your sales or your presentation activity, so if you want to transform your sales this year, or you want to become a great presenter, then those are my core skills that I offer. So I've got some great programs out there at the moment. You can find them all on my website, trevorleemedia.co.uk. Or, of course, you can pick up loads and loads of tips. So if you want tips on sales or presentations, then download previous episodes of this podcast or go to the website. You'll find loads of free resources there as well. So anyway, there we go. Another episode is coming soon. We're closing in on the big 100. Thanks for listening. Thank you for listening. The Sales and Presentation Podcast is a production of Trevor Lee Media. If your organisation needs to transform its sales activity and re-energise its sales team, or you need help with a key presentation or sales pitch, then please get in touch with Trevor via trevor at trevorleemedia.co.uk or call him on 07785 390 717. If you enjoyed the podcast, please do leave a review on iTunes or via your podcast app. Thank you.